Welcome to the Women in My World podcast. I'm Sherry Rigby. Do you need some inspiration in your life to keep walking in your faith as you step into your calling? The Women in My World's guests will impact you as they share their triumphs and their tragedies through the art of storytelling as we discuss the world today and how they are influencing it. The show is dedicated to women who put their faith into action by tackling critical real-life issues that will change and impact the world. I'm excited to share the mic with celebrities, authors, influencers, trailblazers, and world changers as they dig deep into how they overcome by leaning into Christ. Point of Grace's soaring melodies and rich harmonies have helped define the sound of contemporary Christian music for nearly three decades. With total sales in excess of 8 million units, the group has garnered two platinum records, three Grammy nominations, 27 number one singles, and numerous Dove Awards. Inducted into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame in 2018, Point of Grace has released 10 best-selling studio recordings and four Christmas albums. The group founded the groundbreaking Girls of Grace Conference, and they have authored multiple books, including their latest, How You Live, Lessons Learned from Point of Grace. Well, you guessed it. Today, my guest, Point of Grace. Welcome to the Women in My World. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's so good to see your faces. And just, uh, gosh, you guys have been so busy. We have been busy. Yeah, we really have been. It's We've kind of turned a corner after COVID and everything. And I think things are finally feeling like they're ramping up again, which is nice. Yes. <laughs> right. It keeps us busy, right? Yes. Well, I, I'm just so thankful y'all are here. And, and I wanted to ask you, we always start our conversations with this one question. And reason being is because as we shepherd, disciple, mentor uh, women, this seems to be a, a really big topic and especially in today's culture. So what I would love to ask and have you share about is how you define success. Oh, gosh. That's a really loaded question. Um, mm-hmm. I think that success for us, um, I think we would all maybe say this, but everyone can answer for themselves, but um, we're all moms and wives. And I think for us, true success, the definition has changed over the years. And um, as a wife and a mom, if you can keep your house intact <laughs> And your house in order, and I don't mean in physical order, I mean in emotional order and mm-hmm. spiritual order, that that would, that would define success for me, for mm-hmm. sure. That's good. I mean, for me, um, I, this is going to sound so, uh-huh, I'll mean for it to be, but. Um, <laughs> She's so, uh-huh, uh-huh. I know, not, which is why I can't find a word for, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you, contentment, mm-hmm. and with contentment, Mm. commandments just do the 10 commandments <laughs> that in itself i mean you know that's success like, oh good oh, good when i meet my maker good good yeah but contentment reality contentment just being mm-hmm. happy with where i am what where he has. has has me and what i have i love that i mean yeah what they said ditto but i would just say you know i think for me i feel like Success. I feel successful when I am praying and hoping that I am providing peace into the world, um, God's peace, 
around me. Like when I can change the temperature of a room because God's peace is over me and the kindness that he has provided me shows up. When that shows up, I feel like I've had a successful day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just do success. <laughs> I might even take it to the minute by minute anymore. Right, it's yeah, just exactly. <laughs> I, exactly, exactly. Just getting through it. Uh, that's why I guess he says his mercies are new every morning, right? So it's, so, it's that. That, yeah, absolutely. Well, I love those answers, and I think it's such a it's a huge topic that we're all facing today, especially the culture that we're living in, because everything in the culture says that you have to be like this. You have to be able to do this. You have to live like this, or you have to have a certain amount of success to be actually successful in the world's eyes. But that's not really biblical at all, right? Because that's not, that's not at all the way the Lord looks at it. And so thinking back just to, you know, going back to our journeys to me is just walking through the journeys with the Lord is so much of our success, right? It's just Mm -hmm. really getting to know who He is and who we are in Him. And so I would love for, um, I know there's three of you, but what I'd love to just kind of tackle and throw these questions out at you and, and however the Holy Spirit is leading you that you would answer. But I'd love for you to take us on a little bit of a journey through what it's been like to, you know, do life, do family, and also walking in the call that God's put on your lives, obviously, as singer-songwriters, ministry leaders. What does that look like for you guys? Um, It looks different now than it did, you know, when we first started 30 years ago, for sure. Um, It's interesting. We just uh, did another interview with an old friend of ours from the group For Him. I don't know if you remember them or not. um, (laughs) I'm like, wait, do I say that? Yes. (laughs) I know, I know. But just in talking about you know, in our, in some of our very, very busiest days as artists and as new moms, just sort of the fog that we were living in, um, during that time, almost in some ways was God's protection over us. Like, don't get the big head. I mean, we were too tired to get the big head. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I think just as God has grown us up in him and we've matured in him walking in that calling, now is so much more intentional than it Mm. used to be. And just to take, be able to really slow down and take every opportunity that we have now to share from our heart and our vulnerabilities about where the Lord has brought us um, instead of just sort of autopiloting our way through a concert. Um, I think that that is a real positive change that comes with age and a lot of people, you know, just like you said, how the world wants us to be, well, what's the number one thing and the number one, you know, the number one quality that everyone's reaching for, no matter what, it's youth. I mean, it's, you know, how, what can we do to look younger? What, how can we be younger? How can we, and really as a Christian, like age is a gift because with age comes wisdom. Yes. And so you're just exchanging one good thing, which is youth and being, you know, spry to, for a few less wrinkles yeah, for, for wisdom. And so to be content to walk in that place of life and not have yeah. to chase the never ending fountain of youth and material things is um, sort of kind of like where we're walking right now. And it's such a great, it's such a great place. To be. Yeah. There's freedom in it, right? I was just saying that yesterday I said, you know, we go through all these different, you know, it's like a decade, right? It's like your 10 years, you go through these different phases every 10 years. And I'm like, man, I finally reached the stage where I, I'm really happy with who God has created me to be. I mean, I just feel like I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. I, I, 
I feel good about where I'm at in life. I love my marriage. I love my family. I love, you know, not that it's always easy, but there's freedom in that. Like, and then the older I get and I'm in this next portion of my life as an empty nester and, and where I'm at in my career, like there's freedom in it. I actually feel like I can walk and go, huh, you know, yeah, I have my days, but yeah. yeah. Even when oh, okay. Shelly was talking, that was the word that came to my mind was freedom. I mean, freedom. what makes, you know, with contentment, you know, mm-hmm. why am I contented? Because I have, I, I recognize what freedom in Christ looks like yeah, and even feels like, I know we're not, not necessarily supposed to involve our emotions because they don't have brains, but, but there is um, a revelation yeah. in recognizing that God's gifts to us is what gives us that freedom. And mm-hmm. for me, it was forgiveness. For me, it was his mercies. For mm-hmm. me, it was his constant grace and recognizing what that grace looks like in my life. And how do I apply that grace to being a mom, being a, a wife, being a sister, being a friend, and still learning, you know, um, still learning all that. But I think for me, that freedom and in, in those beautiful great characteristic traits that have redeemed all of us. That is, um, that's, that's where I am. That's where I am in my walk right now. Just mm-hmm. really appreciating what those, what those gifts are and that it's just helping me be a better me. I'm enough. That's enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm enough. enough. He's enough through me. Yeah, that's good. It's really good. I think that's such a powerful uh, message too. And you guys have such a powerful message. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in in a few minutes about what you do through your conference and your books and your message and your singing. And uh, I was so blessed to be able to be in Michigan with you ladies and just, it was so much fun (laughs) to see the hearts changing there and to see the women and their faces. And so uh, we'll talk about that in, in a few minutes, but I, I really, I think something that I love in getting into these conversations is also to ask you, because this is another point, this is another point of conversation so often is, did you know when God, the calling on your life, did you know what he was calling you to? Did you know at that very moment when he said, you know, you're going to come into this, you're going to be singing, you're going to be this group together. Did you guys know that? Or how did that all kind of come about for y'all? Well, I, I, I definitely didn't have that, like, moments, you know, I, I know some people feel like I was called to the ministry at this point. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think it was that for any of us really in Mm -hmm. that specific moment. Um, I do think that all of us, you know, nothing has changed in this, that we just, we love music. Got, you know, we all have our own musical stories growing Mm -hmm. up with sisters that we sang with or family members or, or however choirs that we sang with. Um, and we all love God and love sharing God through music. And that has been something that I think all of us have felt. I do know, you know, I always loved the stage growing up and everything, but it was when I did Christian music that I really felt like I was at home. Like mm. that, I did feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. And it wasn't, right. but I, I thought that was a, just like a dream of mine to, Oh, like, cause I love Sandy Patty and I love Amy Grant. And mm-hmm. wouldn't that be nice, but that's not really what God has for me. And it was a slow journey and we were in college and mm-hmm. it was the next step of, Hey, we're going to do this for a summer. And then the Lord just kind of did more and, and it kind of grew from there. And then we signed, met someone at a record company and that, began, you know, I don't think even when we did that, we would have thought here we are in our fifties. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> um, you know, we can so, all say it. We can all say it. About to, you know, release a new record and all of that. I don't know that we would have ever dreamed that for our lives. And, and still, when we go out and sing, it's just like, Lord, I can't believe you allow us to do this. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is a gift. And um, so I don't know that for anybody, unless I miss somebody that had a one day, this is my calling gotcha. kind of thing. It's kind of been just stepping into the next moment of where mm-hmm. God opened up the door. I remember, I, I do remember graduating college and I had a conversation with my mom. It was a very brief conversation. And um, cause we all went to Christian colleges and mm-hmm. um, that conversation was just, I love Christian music. Like Denise was saying, I love Christian music. I'd love for that to be what helps put food on my table, but I don't know what that looks like. Right. And I remember my mother saying, well, if you want to dedicate your gift that God's given you, then dedicate it to him and see what mm-hmm. he does. And so I literally walked the aisle of my little Baptist church and I shared with the pastor that I wanted to dedicate this gift that he had given me and I want to give it back to him. So a moment of, of when that happened, I can tell you when that moment was, but, but it was just based on great godly counsel from my mom, you know? Yeah, no, that's so good. I love that. That was kind of where I feel like also our lives. I mean, if we all could, you know, we had the time to sit here and think about even going back into our childhood, you know, what God was doing and bringing to the surface and honing in our gifts and talents and things that maybe were happening in our lives at that time. And all of a sudden we go, oh, wow, that was something that was going on back then that he actually is using today. And I didn't even know that that's what he was going to do through that time in my life. Right. And I love that part of it. Talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you've got, you, you ladies have gone through and, um, you know, just there's, there's always highs and lows, right? You know, you have this moment and you go, man, this is going to be the greatest song that we've ever cut. This is like, man, it's just, it's, this is where it's going. And then maybe something doesn't quite go right. Or maybe something else happens and it, it it's not, you know, our mind goes one way, but it goes a different way. Have you guys encountered that in your in your journey so far as as artists? I mean, How much time you got? No, I'm like you're looking at your watch, going, um, pretty much on right. No, definitely. I mean, one thing came to mind just as you were asking that, and you know, every career sort of is going to have a peak to it, and right. um, I think that's. I don't th- I think a lot of artists ourselves included, you don't really know, you don't see it coming. You just think mm. you don't think about it maybe. And so you kind of think, Oh, it's just always going to be this way or whatever. And I don't even think it's a pride thing. Like, Oh, I'm taking this for granted. It's just, you just kind of don't think about what it might be like for to not be on top, if that makes sense. And so um, a lot of success in the world's eyes with Christian music comes from radio And so that was probably a really hard pill for me to swallow when in the nineties we were like, we could release anything and we were like absolutely almost guaranteed a number one. Like we could not, we could not, not do well at radio. It was, it was, it's everything just seemed to come really easy. Um, But you know, you just, nobody stays that way forever. And so I think, we really, really, really chased radio on an album called I Choose You Mm -hmm. so much so. And I was so certain and convinced that the song I Choose You, I just thought it was amazing. We got the right producer. Denise sang it awesome. Mm -hmm. Like it was was so to me, 
so current. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, this is it. Like I was so proud of it and I still am, but it just, it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't do anything at radio. And I think that was the point where I was like, well, if that's not going to do anything, then we can't, then nothing is. Mm-hmm. So we just can't chase yeah. it anymore, you know? And that was a sobering moment, but again, freeing because then you don't, it's like, you don't have to try to please the man, you know, or you're working, it's like you're working for the man and it's right. to be released from that is very freeing. And now we just make the music that we want to make, you know, and we did have some radio success after that. Um, but it was sort of in a kind of came at us sideways in the country realm of a song called how you live a song called I wish, which was a great pleasant yeah. surprise. surprise. And it was a great shot in the arm um, for sure. But um yeah, I mean, things definitely, you kind of put your faith and hope and you think this is going to, you know, re-kickstart us. And sometimes it doesn't. And it's really more just the faithful, like, everyday steps of moving forward that create a longer path. Mm-hmm. It's not one song at mm-hmm. one time that's going to do that for you anyway. So I was really mad about it at the time. <laughs> I know, I know that feeling. I've gotten over it yeah. and it's okay. <laughs> you get over it and then you go on. Or you know what's really interesting about that is that sometimes God births something even greater out of that. Yeah. Right. And that's what I love to see is, you know, when I did the movie October Baby, I remember being so devastated thinking that here I had worked all these years to get this five minutes on, of screen time. And so I went to film the movie and, you know, it's like five minutes of screen time by the time, you know, they're done cutting around and that's it. Yeah. And I remember for two years just going, God, well, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then the movie comes out and it does what it does. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to get the next big movie role. Like right, this is right. 2012. I'm like, it. this is it. Like people are, you know, and I'm, uh, you're just going. And then all of a sudden it's like, I didn't get another movie role for two years. Yeah. yeah. But what God did was he birthed a ministry out of it. So it was like, I'm going to put you on holy ground. I'm going to let you do these things, but I'm going to call you into something that actually glorifies my name even greater than what you think mm-hmm. that this yeah. could be. And then I'm going to bring it back around because I'm going to grow you and I'm going to sharpen you through the process. Right. Right. Um, and that's been a really tough I don't want to say that's easy because it's really tough and it's very challenging. And I remember sitting on my couch crying out to God going, I I knew two years later that my heart, my heart was going, okay, God, whatever it is that you want. Mm -hmm. But it didn't make it, I guess, any easier. I knew internally at that point, here, take it. I'll I'll go where you want me to go. It is a very hard pill to swallow when women who are type A, me, probably you, you know, it's a very hard pill to swallow when you realize you cannot make something happen. Yeah. yeah, you can't sometimes. Yeah. And when you're used to being able to make something happen or think you make something happen, you know, even if you didn't and then it doesn't, that's a very sobering pill to swallow. Yeah. You know, I, well, it's interesting because we now have kids old enough that we're watching them wait uh, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. what's God going to do with this and why has this not happened? I mean, now we have kids that are living that out. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it's as tough <laughs> to watch the kid as it is to experience it firsthand yeah. because yeah. you you just are their cheerleader and you just, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, and but, it's hard. But I, I pray that they've seen our lives enough or just enough that it's put a seed of, 
I really can trust God in the way. Although at their age, I don't, I was. Yeah. Goo, I goo, mean, goo, 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 goo. <laughs> the thing is, you know, we, we kind of do teach our kids, you know, if you'll work hard, you know, things mm. will pay off, you know, things will, you know, pass will happen. will happen. And, mm. you know, and there's just seasons now that we've lived long enough. Yeah. Seasons of seeing that sometimes I remember we prayed about a situation with going with a different manager and we prayed about it. And I, I feel like we took this step with mm. God's leading and it just was kind of a mess and it didn't really make sense. And, yep. and it, things didn't really turn out that great. And, and I remember going, Lord, did I just mishear you? But the truth <laughs> is he doesn't, he sometimes takes us into places that aren't going to look and make sense. Right. Um, and it's not always, oh, you're going to see the fruit immediately, you right. know, and, right. and there's kind of been, and there was kind of a season of, I feel like he took us through a desert and anyway, that's just kind of yeah, not floundering, but just kind of finding well, our way. Floundering would be a good word. <laughs> <laughs> that's be a good word. <laughs> um, not floundering, but floundering. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it grew. I mean, I am starting to see um, places where it's grown us closer together. Um, our families went through some personal things that had, I don't know, had things taken off in a different way. We might not have been available in that season to go through, mm. you know, my mom being sick and I was able to fly home and see her a lot. And, you yeah. know, the stuff that you go, I don't know, you know, God obviously knew and knows our seasons. Um, but it's not fun to, it's not fun to go through when you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think that's so, it's such a great, uh, these are great answers for the women who are listening to this because so many of them are in these different stages of life or they've tackled something that they think is going to be that really high, high, and all of a sudden it's not, you know? And so I think that the more transparent and vulnerable we can be with our own stories and the things that we've struggled with, that's where there's this, this deep encounter for them to realize like, hey, wait a minute, I'm not the only one that's going through that. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. I know you you guys have your children and also I, my encounter with you was also hearing you not only sing, but you doing ministry and you really sharing pieces of your story with an audience mm-hmm. and yourselves. Uh, so number one, talk a little bit about, you know, what is it like to be a mom raising children on the road? And number two, how did this, um, how did you get from doing, you know, you're still doing concerts cause I saw you in concert, but I also heard this ministry side of you stepping up to share who you were 
and how God was using you. Like I just watched these women weeping in the audience. So talk a little bit about that. So you've gone from motherhood, you're still motherhood, but now you're, you know, not only doing these large concerts, but now you're going to different ministry events and you're really speaking into to lives of women. Well, it, it kind of happened naturally in that we all turned 50 at the same time. We're just a few weeks apart. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest. <laughs> I'm the oldest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm always the oldest too, Denise. Uh, <laughs> I'm always the oldest too. So uh, we we just so happened to have finished two records back to back, a Christmas record and a worship and hymns record. And we were at a place where we knew we needed to think what the next page would be. Mm-hmm. And but none of us had another musical, you know, excitement or you know, we just we we weren't we weren't ready to go back in and sing some more, mm-hmm. but yet we were ready to continue, you know, having a message that matters. And so I think it was maybe Shelley. I don't remember, but just that whole idea of one of the most important things as a parent that we can do is pass down the story of God mm-hmm. in our lives, especially, but pass down the gospel itself. That's and good. so. We um, we we were working with Lifeway at the time with those records. And so we just kind of continued um, that relationship with them. And we put together this book called How You Live, Lessons Learned by Born and Grace. And it was an opportunity for us individually to write 13 to 14 essays that personally maybe made us who we are today. Um, things that we learned from great influences in our lives and things that God had taught us through our own personal lives. And so we put together this book and. But its main purpose was so that our children would have that tangible um, wow. story so that they could look back in those pages and see that they weren't just making this up. This was real for them. Yeah. And so they could hold it in their hands. And so it turned into what it is today. Mm-hmm. And again, we are just we are as we are as great as our testimony and our testimony mm-hmm. that represents God's goodness um, and his faithfulness and his forgiveness um, is worth a platform talking about. And so. That's what you got to hear a little bit about. And I don't know, we couldn't have written that book in 25, 35, but, right. we, but at 50, there was a little bit of life that just had um, had a, a, a different uh, wisdom impact, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the wise is wasted on the youth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. I know that. <laughs> so wasted. But um, so this was, this, you know, this was an opportunity to, to just, um, say thank you to the Lord with our pens, mm. and now we get to talk about it. It, it. it adds to the music, to the melodic message that we're doing. Right. So it adds to that, and um, it's just for this time. So we'll see what God does with it. So I love that. I love that. Well, it definitely, I mean, it, it it's so powerful, and you can see it. And I love that you're talking about the lessons that you've learned. And so I think it's a powerful book. I think, you know, women need to be... I actually think this is a great book for men too. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. we're all walking through things in our lives and we need to know that our lessons that we've gone through really do influence the next generation and how are we leaving them actually better than where we were at. You know, I'm like so thankful my kid, my kids are, they've got messy things going on too, but man, I'm thinking about my life and I'm going, 
well, you're not as messy as I was like, thank God, you know, but they, but there's something we can pass down to them. Um, before we go, a, a one couple more little things here, but talk about girls of grace, because to me, my, my heart is women. I always thought when the Lord called me to women, I thought he was making a mistake. And I actually said, I think you're making a mistake. And he said, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't this is not for me. But talk about girls of grace and what that conference looks like and um, how how women can hear about it, how young women can hear about this. Yeah, you know, Girls of Grace for us, what was just a kind of an idea that was born um, out of us being a part of Women of Faith mm. and watching that conference happen on such a large scale and getting to be a part of that and going, wow, it would be so cool if there was something like this, but for teenage girls, just to lift them up and encourage them and I mean, this was several years ago, and it's even harder now. I mean, we probably need to bring it back and put somebody I'm else in charge. Going. Reboot, the yeah, thing. yeah. Um, because I'm telling you, culturally, right now, reboot so with the kids. Are you kidding? Yeah, mm-hmm. but we we really um, we really felt called to do that. It was kind of one of those things where we were going out and singing, and then girls would come up to the table and get us to sign their CD, and then to be like, "Hey, can I talk to you for a second? You know, after this and so we were finding ourselves almost like being asked to be counselors when we were like, feel completely unequipped to be <laughs> anything like that. And so we were like, what if we had something where we brought people in that really were equipped to speak to teenage girls and had some training and then we could do the music and we could also share our own personal stories, but just kind of put something together like that. And so Girls of Grace was sort of born out of that idea and um, we had several years where we did conferences that thousands of girls came to. We still meet girls and their moms. Yeah. You know, I took mm-hmm. my daughter to your girls yeah. of grace conference in Grand Rapids, Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, it was, a, it was a really neat season. Um, but that conference for us was a test of our will and patience, <laughs> like nothing else. We were in charge of the whole thing and we, it was it was, there was a big learning curve for us mm-hmm. um, when we started that. And it took a lot, it took a lot out of us, just the logistics of it all. If we could wiggle our nose and, you know, be on stage and, you know, do that, I mean, and just right. do it. And that, but as you know, so much goes into the planning of events and stuff. And so yeah. um, we kind of phased out of that. I think it's just as we got older, you know, well, we start kids, kids got older. And, yeah. Um, yeah. The first Girls of Grace <laughs> that we ever did, Caroline was three weeks old. That was the first thing I ever did after she was born was go do a girl's embrace, which is sweet in a way if you think about that. Um, But it's definitely something I feel like that's so needed. It's so hard to be a teenage girl. It's so hard. Sherry, you may have put a bug in our ear. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, I think, I think that we're the culture that we're living in, you know, identity, uh, identity Mm -hmm. is a huge thing. The crisis Mm -hmm. of it. Um, I think grace in general to, for these, uh, young ladies who are walking through life as they know it today, it's such a different culture and what they're going through, um, social media life, how they, 
have relationships, how they deal with things, how they, how they deal with their own identity, their own, you know, worth and, uh, their relationship with Christ. And so, you know, and I think it's actually only going to get worse. And so that's where we step in between the gap and go, okay, God, how can we be a voice to this next generation to not speak death over them, but to speak life over them, right? right, right. They've had so much death spoken over them and so much stuff where there's so much confusion and our God is a God of clarity. Right. And so the more we can bring clarity and say, no, 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 by, by the blood of Jesus Christ, you have grace through him. And he's going to, you know, as we've been talking through this whole thing, there's purpose, there's plan and there's freedom Mm -hmm. through him, you know? And so I would say, I hope that you, you know, pray and consider, but I know those things are tough mentally, physically, and spiritually. Those things take a lot of out on us, you know, but, um, man, that generation, they just need to be loved on and heard, Mm -hmm. you know, and seen. They need to be seen in a way that I don't even know if we actually fully comprehend yet what that all looks like. But Mm -hmm. just there's so much into that. But I would love, please, 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 as we're we're wrapping up, tell everyone how they can find you. What's next for you guys? I just, I love listening to you. Your Christmas stuff is like, (laughs) oh, there it is. (laughs) <laughs> that's our new record turn we, your we just eyes got it yesterday. We, we just got it in so we're excited yeah. about it <laughs> it's beautiful are you yeah, wait, talk about that tell us about that tell us when it's releasing like yeah it's coming yeah. out um the last week uh the last friday in april the 27th yeah and um you can get it anywhere you get um, music. And we actually did. These are called CDs. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know no. what those Street, are. Yeah. But um, the cover. Yeah, it has a cover. It has words in yep, it. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can go to our website, pointofgrace.net, and pre-order those right now. Mm-hmm. We just signed 240 of them. So there's yeah. one with your name on it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And just excited to, to get out and sing this new music. We've been practicing it a lot and have already added some of the new songs into our into our shows. And um, yeah, we're, we're excited about getting out and, and premiering all of that stuff. So yeah. we'll, we'll turn Follow us on Instagram, yeah, Point of Grace Instagram. Music. Um, Winter Grace Music kind of will tell you more about WinterGrace.net also gives all of our concert dates so you can see where we're going to be singing and if you want to make a trip to Nashville we do our Circle of Friends events we do one in the spring one in the fall mm-hmm. it's very small because we you know it's an intimate time for us to it's kind of a really, band weekend really sort of, yeah mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time with, with each other so it's only like 40 people but yeah. we do those once a year so we've got one coming up in October the April one's sold out. So, um, but yeah, I mean, everybody says, well, when are y'all out on tour? Well, it's not the word tour, but we, it's perpetual. We're you know, always, we're always right. out on the yeah. road. Yeah. Um, it's just not in 40 cities, 50 cities, you know, it's right. It comes and goes. It's here and there and it's everywhere. Here and there. Yeah. And everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so pointofgrace.net for all info. I love it. I love it. Well, you guys are such an, you ladies, I should say, I'm so used to, I'm such a boy mom. It's like I'm constantly, the only female that I have in my home is my sweet schnauzer. And yeah. other than that, I'm always, you know, around boys. I so I, know. That's I mean, how I get my hair done in the day and put lipstick on, I'm not sure. But, um, you look good. But, <laughs> <thank you. laughs> 
I was like, man, I got boys. Wait, thank God God's put all these girls around me. But thank you so much, ladies, for being with me. And I just, I love to see your faces. You are just such a light and, a, and being such a bright light in this dark world where we live in. But I know just through your music and your inspiration and just your words of encouragement, you are really impacting the culture. So thank you for all that you do. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much for viewing today and listening. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired through these stories. And we just want to continue to keep growing together and empowering one another through leaning into Christ for all things purpose, passions, plan, provision. And so make sure that you download this podcast uh, on Edify, Apple, Spotify, and share it with a friend. And we want to say thank you to Edify for sponsoring this podcast. And thank you for being a woman in our world. 